Hello and welcome to the Wise Guys Podcast. I'm your host, Brady Fitzgerald, joined as always by my co-host, Chris Hagan. How's it doing? Yeah, you know. You know, happening. I'm doing all right. Doing all right. Last night... The, the inevitable, inevitable show is finally here. It is. It is here. Uh, whether it happened now, whether it happened in game six, still be in the same position. Whether it happened in the finals... I'd still be sitting here talking about with the Boston Celtics losing because I didn't think they were going to win the finals. I I do got to say, just at the jump, I predict when they were down 0-3, I, per, I read the script out loud. I told them because we – or maybe it was maybe it was after they won a couple games, but I said they're gonna, just going to win enough to make it a seven-game series, and then they're going to break my heart at home and have some disastrous performance coming at home and that's what happened it's, it was disastrous it, it was disastrous so where do we where do i start where do i start um want to do like a whole season in review before we get into the game or just talk about the game we could do that so yeah we could do that this season the the 2023 or 2022 uh, came into the year, high expectations, just lost the finals, uh, got Malcolm Brogdon, uh, supposed to be upgraded from the bench, um, it's supposed to be a better team than last year. All of a sudden, Ime Adoka, the head coach of last year's team, has this scandal we talked about on here a couple times. You know, I'm not going to get into detail about that because I don't know much about that. But they fired him. All of a sudden, we have some guy named Joe Missoula come in. He's the coach. Sure, whatever. The talent on the team, the aurora of the team, the heart of the team, it's, they're supposed to be a one seed, a two seed, and going into the season firing on all cylinders. They, they start off the season really hot. They struggle a little bit. They have these weird games where if they're not hitting threes, like they really don't know what to do. Uh, nevertheless, that's a preview for what eventually happens in the playoffs. And... There, there was a time, I remember we're sitting here, it was later in the regular season, and we're sitting here, and I'm saying, they have to get the one seed. They have to get the one seed, they have to beat the, uh, or they have to they prove that they're the best, be better than the Bucks. The Bucks, they overtake the one seed from them, and it actually worked out in my favor. The Atlanta Hawks matched up with them in the playoffs, they beat the, the Heat in the play-in game. I didn't want to see the Heat. I was all about not facing the heat. And then we struggle against the Hawks. We take them to six games where it definitely should have been six. Talent-wise, it should have been a four-game four sweep. Uh, 76ers come around. That, they take the seven. At least they have Embiid and Harden. They're supposed to be this, this powerhouse team. Some people thought they were better. Still didn't think they were going to have to go to seven. Now, here we are. We're facing the Miami Heat team I didn't want to see at all. The team that has a chip on their shoulder from last year. They're one shot away from beating us in the Eastern Conference Finals. And they, they, blow, they blow the first three games completely. Just look like no heart in there at all. Uh, they were cut, dead. They were dead. We buried them. Then, in, in my predictable fashion, they come back alive for three more games just to rip my heart out again and be dead in Game 7. So, I guess, should we talk about game six first and then seven? 
Six, we can go quick. Oh, we can do the good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Six, we can go quick. Uh, you know, they they were in it. They were up by a by a good amount late in the fourth. They, they seemed to be. It was like eight. It's about ten. It was about eight. It was about six. And the whole time Tried I'm sitting there. It. Oh, I'm sitting there going, "There's no way. Like this is not going to be a tight game at the end. There's no mm. way that the Miami Heat aren't going to come back and make this a game." And all of a sudden, uh. Horford fouls fouls Jimmy Butler on this three, which he wasn't taking the three, so I don't know why he got three shots. Uh, but whatever, he gets three shots. They're up by one. There's three seconds left. Marcus Smart. I for the I, this was gonna be a lot more fun to talk about if they were to win Game Seven, but we're just breezing through it because nobody cares now. Because now it's gonna be erased in history for what happened. But Marcus Smart shoots the three. I on my initial reaction was holy crap! I think that looks good. Like that looks like a good three. It mm. rims out. I'm immediately devastated. My season's over. I'm on my knees. And then, <laughs> like Superman, Derek White, out of all people, flies in, tips the ball with time with point one second left, and wins the game for us. We win by one. So it was incredible. It really was. It really was. And not not to even make things worse, but the whole time like throughout this series and really the whole playoffs, I guess, is we kept saying how Celtics would never win a close game. Yep. Every game that they won was by ten to fifteen points. And I think I remember saying verbatim, like if they win a close game six, they're going to the finals and they're gonna win the finals. If they can learn how to do that. <laughs> so well that it, happened, it, it's like, funny that take just resurfaced in my head and I was like, This is trouble. The the thing is though, when you look back at it, they didn't win a close game. They survived a close game. Out yeah. of the skin of That's their fair. teeth, they survived a close game. It's it wasn't not like, like neck and neck the yeah. whole way. Yeah, and it wasn't like Miami was up and they're the team coming back, and that tip in was the mm-hmm. final cherry on top. That would have been a different story. This was them almost blowing the game. The whole talk about afterwards was of course the Derek White tip, but it was also like the Celtics are gonna like the the TNT crew was sitting there, like they 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 almost blew it again. They had this sloppy offense at the end of the quarter or at at the end of the fourth quarter, and Derek White basically was the savior of Boston. And I mean that was a great a great forty eight hours. I was feeling good. Uh, I I wasn't confident going into Game Seven because as you could tell. Even when we were da- when we came, we won the two games. We had the pod. I wasn't confident in this Celtics team at all. I knew at one point it was going to be one of these games where they they couldn't they couldn't hit threes, and they were just going to get like there was one of going to be one of these games that they just get blown out again. And it just happened to be Game Seven, the worst time possible for you to completely collapse. I think you were the only one who wasn't hundred percent confident. No, I, I, th- th- that was the other thing that was starting to scare me, is that there was all these Celtics, like the, the 4 Red Sox stuff, the, just everyone on Boston Celtics Twitter was, was calling this game done already. And it makes sense, mm-hmm. like in an emotional loss like that for the Heat, you gotta think, uh, like you gotta think that their confidence is shot, you gotta think that they're dead. But I just knew the variance with this Celtics team, and at some point, they were gonna go back to to being terrible and back to game six they shot seven of 35 20 percent from three 
And hmm. so there was they, they had no business winning that game. They stole it. They stole the game. And they they just they couldn't they couldn't steal another one. They they, they couldn't get it done. So game seven, twenty seconds into the game, Jason Tatum twists his ankle. I love that we're starting with this. There's not what else you want to start with. That's it's <laughs> no. the first play of the game. Jason Tatum twists his ankle. And he had a bad game. And I, he stayed out there. He played on it. So I guess it's on him for playing injured. But I got to think. I mean, him on a rolled ankle is still better than. Yeah, than better than Grant Williams. For him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why didn't they tape, like, did they tape it up at all? I don't know. It didn't look he like he should have gone into the locker room. Yeah. Immediately got stuck with Novocaine. Yeah. Where was the. And send him back out there. They should have shipped him off to Germany at halftime. Send him back in. <laughs> where? Yeah. Where was the. Where was the horse tranquilizer for Jason Tatum? No, I don't know. The. And if we're doing like real parallels to that 04 Red Sox game, Kurt Schilling in game six pitched. Bloody ankle. ankle where he had surgery with the blood on the ankle. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, it's not like on him. You know, I can't blame actually. That was the first time I saw him. No, no, I, he deserves zero blame for this game. The, the rest of the team was all pretty poopy to. Unless he yeah. deliberately hurt his ankles because he was scared. He was scared of the lights. Excuse when he didn't have a good game. <laughs> the, That's my conspiracy, but I'll have to spend time on that. I didn't even think about them not doing anything to the ankle. I just figured, like, you know, adrenaline, yeah. you keep him out there. I, you're right. Where's the LeBron sh- gets a shot in the ass in the locker room, comes back out there like a superhero? <laughs> Remember, what was it? It wasn't it last year where – he gets like the shoulder contusion and he, he goes out uh, and he's in the, he's in the locker room and then it's the fourth quarter and he runs back out, saves the game for him. Marcus Smart did the same thing. Where was that? Wait, he, you're right. He just, he, they benched him in the early in the first, which they never do. And that makes it worse too. Just hit, sit, sit and like the, let yeah. it swell. Yeah. They basically let it, let all the adrenaline go away. Yeah. But First half, he was still trying to beat Tatum, but in that second half, I mean, he couldn't move out there. The broadcast was saying it, and you could tell. Like, he couldn't go side to side, even on defense. So, that's how we start the game. Bad vibes. Bad vibes all around. Um, and then they actually play, and it just gets worse. <laughs> it's just way worse. The, the, the flip-flop of this Celtics team where if they start out hot, if they hit their first two threes, they're fine. But if they mm. clank them, they are screwed. Absolutely screwed. And to the degree where they just don't have any other options. They're like, crap, we can't hit threes today? Like, I, I don't know what to do. I have no idea what to do. And there's veterans who have been playing. Like, this is the same team that went to the finals last year. It's the same... Uh, these teams like this these players have been playing together for uh you know five six years now and they have no clue what to do when those three pointers aren't hitting and Malcolm Brogdon was out there early because Tatum got hurt and I thought just like he's injured I thought that was a big mistake I don't know I don't know why he was out there for so long because he couldn't do anything and it just added on to the bad momentum coming on. I just have the box score pulled up and 
Brogdon in seven minutes, the Celtics were minus 15. In Brogdon's minutes? Like, that's hard to believe. Yeah. No, he was awful out there. He missed a layup. He bricked a three. Uh, he just he couldn't do anything. So, man, they, they finished the game 21% from three, 39% from the field. They looked clueless out there. They didn't look like they had no idea what to do. Jalen Brown, I told you by the end of the series, someone was going to China, and we're doing a whole segment on that later. But this was his, this was his China game. He got shipped to Shanghai. This was his audition. Yes. For Guang Dong. Yes. When they, said, when they put up that he had 15 points in the fourth quarter at one point, I was, like, in shock. Maybe it's because, like, I, I wasn't paying attention that much in the first half. That's where he got all his points. But it felt like he was complete non-factor like he wasn't even on the court he sucked he sucked so bad. he was awful really bad eight turnovers it felt like, like some 40. of them like the it one, felt like 40 <laughs> the last, last one wasn't even a steal we joke about him not being able to dribble it's not like it's, there's truth in every joke that dude literally cannot dribble he can't dribble just fell out of his hands all and that was probably five of the turnovers like and in all seriousness it's and they they just kept like you know the quote it's like insanity is just doing the same thing over and over again and thinking it's the same result all of the boston celtics are insane they're all insane they god they have like like they just kept oh let's see if we can drive into the zone again do you think if we drive into the zone this time it'll work They've been playing the zone for seven games now. How can they not figure out the zone? Well, the z- the way to beat the zone is hit your jump shots. And they couldn't. They couldn't hit. That's they, the sad they, truth. Because and they they when let you attack the zone. The zone collapses on you, and then guys are open outside. It's very simple to beat if you shoot well. Because then they have to switch up their defense because they're always open for three. There was also though like many moments. Where it's because I guess Miami just didn't they they didn't they didn't let Brown or Tatum hit, get any of those open threes. It was always Horford or Grant Williams. Brown, Smart. Brown took nine threes. Yeah, yeah. how many of them were open? Though? No, none <laughs> of them. Almost none of them were open. There was a moment in the game because so later in the game, Derek White cuts it to cuts it to seven basically by himself. He he cuts the score to seven. <laughs> Uh, he, this is in the third quarter. Yes, mid third. He realizes that he can just drive into them, and they don't know what to do, and it works. He's passing out. He's getting the ball back. He's getting layups. He's getting foul calls, and all of a sudden, they're down by seven. I'm sure Caleb Martin hits some three to make it ten, and J- that's Jaylen- exactly what happened. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and Jalen Brown comes up. And there's about 14, 15 seconds left on the shot clock. And just shoots a contested three. <laughs> it doesn't, like, does he just, he just kills, he is a momentum killer. the only killer. possession that that happened. I no, think. it wasn't. There's multiple sequences in which he'll just have the ball at the top of the three-point line. And he'll, like, look around for a second. And then he'll just hoist up a three with 12 seconds on the shot clock. That's the best part. And it's happened in multiple games, too. The best part about yeah. it, too, is he'll look. To pretend like he's gonna pass it. He's <laughs> Is like, anyone open? Nah, nah, doesn't look. Nah. Like yeah, it doesn't look like anyone's open. Let's just chuck a three. Like you can't put the ball on the floor. If 
if they automatic turnover. If he did that in like a pickup, he would be kicked out of the pickup game. At at, at the like, people would not want to play with him on fives. He'd be like, "Yo, can anyone want to run another?" And they'd be like, "Sorry, Jalen, like we we don't want to play with you. You don't pass, <laughs> you can't dribble, and you just drive into the hoop and kick and lose the ball every time." Some of his like attempts when he actually can penetrate are quite the scene. Doesn't look like he never looks controlled when he gets to the basket. No, it's and, and sometimes they do go in, but no, and the ones that go in, you're mean. always like, I'm always just like, whew, like man, we sur- we survived that Jalen Brown possession. He he's the I'm the most torn on because see, there's actually a decision coming up. Do we pay him fifty million dollars a year to dribble into the other team and lose the basketball? I don't know what to do. He's also all NBA. Okay, this year he was all NBA. A bunch of forwards got injured, and he's a great regular season player. He's probably a top 25, 20 guy in the league. But he can't dribble. Is it because the defense isn't as intense? I think that's why. Well, I, that's I don't know. That's the only thing that I can think of. I don't know. Like, the Warriors did this even last if you're year. Soft, like, you don't just forget how to dribble. Like yeah, I think just issue. like once like the defensive pressure gets up and teams realize in the like in a seven game series, like they play him three times, they're like, oh, this guy can't dribble. They they probably just attack him and hone in on it. Uh but I don't I don't know. Let's I'm gonna switch it up to the heat side real quick, just because I didn't want to just settle down on the, the Celtics my the fire that's good building within me. Uh Caleb Martin was Michael Jordan last night. He was insane. Every was shot. It was pretty shocking. Every like, knew the ball shot. was going in. Yeah. Except the ball was like six seconds on the shot clock, and he'd back someone down, and you're like, did we switch? No, and it, it would time. be like the fadeaway, you're like, he's like half sideways. You know, the ball is like coming out. There's a hand right in front of the ball, and I'm like, it's going in. doesn't matter. It's going to go in. And it happened every time. Jimmy Butler, I mean, he had some some killer shots. A bunch of three threes that came out of nowhere where, because, you know, he's not that good of a three-point shooter. And all of a sudden, he's just banging threes in our face whenever we have momentum. Uh, I mean, Struess didn't do too much. Gabe Vincent didn't do too much. It was really those two guys that really were keeping this team alive. And every time... Bam was awful. Bam sucked. Bam was good. You know who he was good at? Getting illegal screens. I'll tell you that. <laughs> he was great at getting illegal screens. And looking at the box score and seeing he only has three fouls is very surprising. I'm just glad that I hopefully Reggie Miller. I hopefully he never has a job again. Like commutating, he he is the worst color guard. Him and Van Gundy are like the do du- the dynamic duo for the worst announcers I've ever listened to in my life. He is bad. Reggie, at one point, at the beginning of the game, it's a bam by Adebayo, a legal screen that they don't call. And he's like, just look at that perfect screen. And it's like, they do the replay, and he's like, moving. You could see him move. (laughs) And you're like, Reggie, that is a legal screen. You should know that. And then later in the game, they finally call, I think they call like one legal screen on bam Adebayo. And Reggie Mm -hmm. Miller just like, you can't do that in this league. 
that's a legal scream. <laughs> like, Reggie, you are an absolute idiot. He, him, and Van Gundy were were dumb and dumber on this this whole series, not just <laughs> this game, this whole series. And with like within three seconds of the game, after Tatum injured his foot, I already wanted to mute the TV. I was like, please, just, mm. just shut, just please be quiet. Uh, Lowry sucked. He had some good rebounds. They, they, he had a, a, a killer three as well. They played drop coverage again with Horford on these pick and rolls where I don't know if we talked about this specifically last year in the finals, but they did the same goddamn thing with Steph Curry. So you have the every three point shooter was He's just, just old, man. He is. I think he it's. Can't get out. No, he, and he, every time he had the ball, he was in the Jalen Brown school of I might lose it immediately. There's- those quick release threes he always looks so goofy oh yeah it's like last year they were going in so it's like wow like look at how he's so unorthodox but he's hitting shots but when they're not going in it's like yeah it's it's it's, this guy off the floor no it's it's bad smart had a terrible game Derek white was literally at some point it seemed like the only one who cared besides tatum who was hobbling around on one foot it was like Five minutes where he was good, and then he was just forcing threes, and none of them were going in. He did. I gotta admit, he was forcing a lot of threes because he he felt himself getting those those layups, mm-hmm. and he, he got one or two threes. He was cutting to the basket, but they gave up on it, and he tried to get the other st- the other people involved. Grant Williams is a dud. He's a nothing. Robert Williams. I was getting ready to complain in here about how he only played fourteen minutes, but apparently he. I was going to say, apparently he was thrown up during the game, so I guess he gets a pass. Again, though, like, game seven. You know, throw up, throw up, get a sip of water, get back out there. Yeah, Yeah. should have a trash can on the sideline. Yeah, why is he going to the locker room to throw up? up, Take himself out of the game real quick, or just slide the trash can out. He can throw up on the floor. Perfect. Throw up in the trash can. Yeah, then go back on defense. Yeah, just hop right back in. The the bitching no, of the refs. are humans too, but it's fun to pretend like they're not. Yeah. Just not put ourselves in that position whatsoever. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'd be like we'd be like our tummy hurts. I can't play. You know, <laughs> our job our job isn't to like sympathize with them. It's to rip them new ones when they don't play well. Game seven. The so there was just it was just like an, a a perfect storm of just garbage. It was a perfect garbage storm. And besides the times that Derek White got us back in the game, there wasn't much hope either. There wasn't much like, oh, we'll figure this out, guys. Like, the second we were down 10, I looked at my dad in the first quarter. I was like, yeah, like, we're losing this. Like, it's over. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I tweeted out in the middle of the second quarter, game's done, good night. No, game's over, good night. (laughs) Because there was a this is my nightmare at some point. That was, I think it was. That was. Uh, it was either fourth or at the end of the game, one of the two. It it just it it went back to the first three games. It was the same thing that they that screwed them in those games. The Heat just hit every shot, and the Celtics couldn't hit the broadside of a barn. And there were like there were parts of the game where Miami could not score points. I know for a decent chunk in the third. I quarter, know that was the white moment. Derek White yes. scored like seven points, and the Miami Heat scored zero. Every possession would be like, Butler dribbles for ten seconds, and then like, M gets the ball, 
throw some errant pass, and then they don't even get a shot off. Or they basically, get a last-second shot that clanks. And it was like good five or six minutes. Where basically, if Bam points. had the ball, we were good. Bam <laughs> was terrible. If Bam had the ball, I was fine with it. Uh, I, I didn't think any of his – none of his shots were going – like even when he was like right next to the hoop, I was like, oh, it's going to clank off the backside. Like it'll be fine. <laughs> uh. And it was just, I mean, there was some weird things with the like the refs. I'm not going to complain about too much because it's not on them. But there was some weird momentum things where, like, Tatum had to travel. Derek White, during his stint, had an and one. And uh, it would have cut it, cut the lead down to four. For a walk. And they called it a walk. And I, I didn't he know. He did walk. Was it? I, I don't know. I was he, like, tapped his, he did a little stutter step when he was under the basket. Barely. Barely. <sighs> but he like, he, like, ran back right away. It's just, it's just annoying. But so this team got called uh, for an offensive foul too. I think Jalen Brown got That's called great. for like five of them. <laughs> he was, I mean, he's the biggest loser of this game. He is the biggest loser, but yeah, he had five fouls. Holy shit! No, he was awful. Five thousand eight turnovers. He was terrible. Was really bad. Terrible. Uh, and none of it. Like even, I know he scored nineteen points. I'd have to look back at his shots. I didn't think any from? of them were going. Yeah, I don't think any of them were going in. I, I can picture like one weird layup that he had. Maybe another layup, a few free throws. Like I'm looking. That, I just I clicked on his name and I'm looking at the the quotes on Celtics on NBC. Like it's quotes on Twitter. It's Jason Tatum saying it's important for him to get his contract up. It's him saying, I failed, we failed, let the whole city down. And then it's some mock thing that says, Jalen Brown, don't let us win game eight. (laughs) (laughs) And this, he, so, all right, let's just do that now. Where they go now. And Jalen Brown, because we'll get into the finals preview and we'll give the Heat all their credit. But now the Celtics have a decision. Do they pay Jalen Brown $50 million a year? And then Tatum the next year, $50 million a year. I, like, I love, I love rooting for Jalen Brown. I've loved this whole time rooting for him. But we were just in three, four different conference finals with him. We were in a finals with him. Is, what I'm asking, I know they're, like, Tatum's was you. It was young. Starting next year, I'm tired of that excuse. That's this is the last year of using the 25 years old excuse. Um, but Jalen Brown is who he is. He's 26, going to be 27. Is this is this the ceiling for this team to make it to the final, a conference finals or the finals and lose because you get figured out offensively because he can't fucking dribble? <laughs> so I'm kind of torn on this too because. We have ripped him this whole podcast and watching the game and deservingly so, right? And that's the point. Like deservingly so, he's been horrendous in the playoffs. A guy who was all NBA. But the other side of me, like the the cooler heads will prevail side, is like very hard thing to do as a sports fan. Is accept that it's hard. Go win a title. Mm-hmm. So when you have the pieces in place that you've made a run with, like, I don't know what the 
grass on the other side is going to look like. That's what I'm worried about. If you get rid of him, do you actually get better? Or do you just end up nuking the whole thing, and then you don't have that core in place that's been to a finals, it's been to, what, like four Eastern Conference finals? Yeah. This is a team that's good enough to get there. There's no question about that. And when people say, like, this team has hit their peak, they're never going to win the finals together, I think that's a ridiculous thing to say. And they've been this dominant. But, like, the day after a and a completely heartbreaking season, in which they wildly underperformed as the favorite, it's easy to say, get rid of Brown, he was terrible. But, like, if you get rid of him, you don't get there in the first place. Yeah. So, it's it's very hard to do, to just accept that, like, you don't want to take the risk of moving on from him, because we can get, we know that we're going to get there, and then, once you get in the playoffs, like, who knows, you know? Mm-hmm. Eventually, it'll be your year. Yeah, But I... then you look at a team like the 76ers, and... Like, well, it's kind of what they're doing, and they do lose every year. Here's where I'm at with this, because as as you just pointed out, you're right. It's hard for these for to do these things, to go to the Eastern Conference, to play in in May and early June. Uh, just for a team to play at this time is hard. So if we trade them, we have to guarantee that we're going to be able to do this again. And... Not by year five, by next year, because we were just there. We were just there the year before. And yeah, there's no rebuilding. If no. you have to rebuild it all, that's a failure. Yeah. And that's a mistake. I agree with that. The. I, I just. I don't know. It, it's. And I think it's also like people need to realize like some teams. I, I'm looking at. A, a documentary previews for everything but the chip, the 76ers <laughs> going to the finals. They earn themselves a documentary because they're a delusional fan base and delusional franchise. Oh, that's because of Iverson. Yeah, that's delusional too. Like, great. You made it to what? <laughs> great. You made it to one NBA finals. You deserve it's about, a- like, who doesn't want to see a documentary about Iverson? uh all right anyways just a hater for that i I am i that that is the funniest point though like so what i'm trying to say is i'm i'm taking pretty brutal yeah it is pretty brutal but i think me and other boston celtics fans who and more so the ones who are demanding that he's gone and want him gone and need big changes now are and they're not even spoiled, like, with championships because we've won one since 2008 and one since, like, 1986. But they're spoiled that we made it to four Eastern Conference Finals. You can nitpick this Boston Celtics team the past four years because we were on the biggest stage, or the second biggest stage, the past four years. It's easy to get out the microscope when we're playing in May and there's four other teams playing. Yeah. So the I think you're better than, what is it, like not, 27 of the other teams? Yeah. 28? Pretty, yeah, pretty much. So that I think 
and that's the same thing with this, I think, with this Lakers team, too, that that just got swept by the... And I know they got swept, but it's like, you guys don't need to, like, blow everything up. You're, you're kind of good. You're kind of in the Western Conference Finals. Yeah. The Lakers, like, their issues are with some of the, the role play. Like, Russell, it's like, he has to go. It's like, the other guys, you got to figure out who to keep. The Celtics' issue is with their superstar. Of their superstars, at least. And which is what makes it so hard. Because is I he think, worth the supermax? Probably not. But is he worth losing? Definitely not. Uh, depending on what you get, I guess, if you trade him. But I, I also think the problem is when the Celtics are bad, the superstar, both of them, both Jason and Jalen, are bad. Are really bad. And yeah, either I think, one of them can carry them win on any given night yeah and i think there was stints in that like the game seven if we look at the the box score game seven uh literally two weeks ago um the, you know who had a great game malcolm brogdon and it wasn't you know it wasn't mm-hmm. 51 or it wasn't but he had a great game shooting he had a bunch of threes um you know control the offense and the whole season he was on the bench and when Jason and Jalen were out and the rest of the team couldn't figure out any offense, they just threw him out there and he figured out the offense. So six man of the year. Yeah, exactly. So having him be be a non literally unplayable, as in where I'm tweeting out in the middle games of this series, bench him please, because of this injury that I later learned about, but he was just bad. He wasn't he was a non factor. And that hurts. When then when there's no like if they're if Jason and Jalen aren't hitting basically what I'm getting at if Jason and Jalen aren't hitting it hitting the three I feel like there's no other confidence to these role players besides if Brockton's fully healthy and they cut the other role or players white on like select nights yeah and white for this stint and white for at, at moments mm. but like if they're not hitting anything Smart's really not doing nothing Horford's not really doing something Grant Williams. Yeah not doing anything and other than like that those were the guy those were the three guys that didn't help you at all the celtics didn't i know jimmy butler had a good last game and he had a good couple games that they won earlier in the series but they mainly lost to caleb martin max Struess, uh gabe vincent they lost to those guys and they, it just it seems like and, and i know miami has a bunch they didn't even have hero they didn't have old depot so I guess saying that the Celtics needed a bigger bench is pretty lame excuse, but I think if you come in next year with a healthier team, uh, these guys again, you know, maybe you trade Grant. I mean, no, you definitely get rid of Grant Williams. He's gone. Um, trade these bench pieces for something else. I don't know. Maybe you could figure out how to, because you, as we were just talked about, maybe upgrade the Horford spot. Maybe he retires. I think it's maybe his time to go but there's there's a there's a scenario where you have jason and jalen and you're back here next year facing the bucks the heat whoever the hell is in the eastern conference finals for another trip at the nba finals yeah i mean i think there yeah i'm there it's frozen Okay. No, I'm just I'm just sitting here um, waiting for your response. I'm not frozen. 
<laughs> I just kind of had like a brain dump of all my Celtics stuff, and yeah. then I just wanted you to come. You know. well, I was gonna say that I think I saw your tweet this morning, which I think you summed it up pretty well. Um, you do want down back, upgrade the Grant Williams spot and Horford, another bench piece. So that's basically everything you just said in Spark Notes version. Mm-hmm. Um, injuries in the playoffs happen. Every team. And part of winning a championship is dealing with that. But you have to be in a place where you have guys who you're comfortable stepping into real roles. And that's kind of where it felt like Celtics were lacking. When you had, like, when Brogdon was unplayable, like, who was coming in and picking up those minutes? No one. It was just, like, the stars were getting more minutes. And when they weren't playing well, that just made things worse. Yeah, there needed to be, if Brown, like, and this was the cool thing about Ime, was he would pull, like, if Brown had, like, five turnovers, he'd be like, you're on the bench, buddy. Like, I don't care how much yeah. we're paying you. I don't care if you're the star or whatever. If you're shooting these terrible threes and you're doing these terrible turnovers, you're gone. He would bench Marcus Smart, which Joe Mazzulla would never do. Um, And we would have some guys to fill in those roles. Like, if, if Jalen were to get benched earlier in this game, there would literally be no, like, you put in Hauser, you put in Grant Williams. Mm. Uh, she did throw Hauser in there. They did, yeah. No, they tried it, and they tried Peyton Pritchard for an extra two minutes than normal. They they couldn't right. figure out where else to go. And they they seem, it seems like, funny enough, one of the deepest teams in the league, and, you know, we were talking about how much depth they have over a bunch of other teams. It seemed like they ran out of options and ran out of stuff to do. In the and... bench, the bench shrinks in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and the Heat, like we're talking about guys that you can go to. Heat pulled Haywood Highsmith out of their ass and mm-hmm. threw him out there. Yeah. And, and it worked. Like decent minutes. <laughs> we're and talking they... about like on the pot, we're like, who is this guy? Where did mm-hmm. he come from? Well, and we've been talking about the Nuggets. They know their seven guys. Like the Celtics did not know their seven guys. They they kept mm. I, I and I mentioned it multiple times. They kept starting White. They kept then Robert Williams and then White again, and they couldn't. They didn't have a stable. Like when at when this happens, we're gonna throw in this guy. When this happens, we're gonna throw in this guy, and mm. it, it it just ran out of steam. I don't know the coach. I'm up in the air for Jalen Brown. I know I want back and the coach. It seemed like he saved his job. You know, he came back down Oh three. They made it at least to a game seven, but again, it just, after the threes didn't work this game, no adjustments whatsoever. Just keep trying the same thing and seeing if it sticks and it doesn't ever stick. Jerry sure didn't watch the, game show but no. Shaq was saying that if, if he was on the sidelines after they went like two of 20 or whatever it was from three that they called a timeout and just said no more threes like no one's allowed to shoot yeah. if someone takes a three I'm stepping on the court and punching them in the face no Joe Mazzulla just, just not taking them the post game interview somebody asked him do you think the team was a little too reliant on threes and are you going to make changes to that next season and he just responded, "No." Oh, his press conferences are great. I got, I do Trying like to be him. like Belichick. Yeah, I do like how he says nothing. I gotta admit. Yeah. 
but yeah, you can't say that. nothing and also be a doofus on the court. <laughs> you gotta, you, you got yeah, you can't when you be say both. nothing and don't know what you're doing. It, it just, just looks like you don't know what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> when there actually is, like, there's a difference between not wanting to offer an explanation and having no explanation. And, like, we don't know what's in his mind, but when you look as clueless as he does and then you give no explanation, it looks like you got nothing. It, yeah. You're just like throwing them out there. You're like, all right, boys. It really does. Uh, let's get those shots down. That's kind of seems like what the game plan was. Let's go out. Ooh, mm. Excuse me. Let's go out there and shoot threes and hope they go in. And they, they, they didn't go in. And then there was nothing else they could do. I think. Look, if Brown wants. The other thing with Brown, just to wrap it up, is that he's got to want to be here. All these quotes mm. and. I think if he gets paid, he wants to be here. Yeah, that's great. But I want him to be here, be here. I don't want him to be here because of the money. I want him to be here because he wants to win a goddamn championship. And and I don't care if he likes Boston or not. I just want him to be here because he wants to win a chip. Like, I don't care if he doesn't give a rat's ass about the city. I just want him to want to win. That's something that we have to, like, discuss. What, that he wants to be here? Like, really wants to win the championship. Oh, yeah. And I think he does. Like, I do think he's, he, of course, he wants to win a championship. But I just, it's just been so weird this whole season. And we've been talking about it all season with his quotes. How many times have you, like, have we done this with a player where throughout the whole season, it's like, oh, like, this is last year. He's up for an extension. We don't know what's going to happen. Like, he has these mysterious press conferences. And then he signs a contract and all is, all is peachy keen. Well, no. I, but, we did this last year with Aaron Judge. Yeah, we did. Judge kept saying weird stuff in press conferences about New York. Baseball's different, like He has though. this good season. They tank in the playoffs. And he gets this big contract, and he's having a great year again. The thing is, I feel like, like we're at a new point in the NBA. Like He could sign that contract tomorrow, and then um, two months later be like, nah, never mind. I, I still want to get traded. Like, find a find me a new home. I guess, yeah. yeah the like Kevin Durant did the same thing. So, I don't know. Simmons. I, yeah, Eaton. Simmons. I think Eaton doesn't want to be traded, but he just sucks. If I if I were to be uh, a predictor, now we're predicting. I would say we sign Jalen Brown. We do. I honestly do all the hopefully all the things that I said on that Twitter post. We try to upgrade hitter uh, Horford Williams. Uh, get another bench piece. And then after a year or so, if this this cryptic Jalen Brown shit keeps happening, then we flip it. Flip him for someone else. Mm. And I think that's what you have to do if you're the front office. I don't think like the Blazers, I see these things. You can either we can either get Dane Lillard or we can get all their young players in the third pick. What do I want the third what do I want the third pick for? Yeah. I, I want You're not to, in that position. No, I want to win titles you just did, now. You did, like, the get the young yeah. guys and build. You yeah. did that already. Exactly. You're well past that point. I, if you I could also, do it for Lillard, I would win in a heartbeat. You think so? Down for, yes. Yeah, I know. In yeah. the defense, like, it's a defensive downgrade. But then what do you do with Smart? Get, who cares? That's true. <laughs> literally who cares i was actually just about to say next like do you think smart is on this team next year probably 
they they need they need like a real point guard though. Like Brogdon is kind of that. He's the not, thing like, he comes off the bench. The thing with Brogdon and White as a point guard. And they also they with White, Smart, Jalen Brown, uh Brogdon, all these guys, none of them are like, man, that is a reliable three point shooter. You know? Like Smart will have some yeah, games where he Williams is stroking it. He looks good. Yeah, but that's it. And that's only if he hits like the first one. If he doesn't hit the first one, he's screwed. Hauser was supposed to be that guy. They couldn't see him shoot. on the floor. They couldn't see him on the what floor. About, what about uh, Neesmith? No, oh, Neesmith, is, he's in Indiana. He's <laughs> out of here. Um, he was supposed to be that guy. I saw his name this morning, and I just thought of that. I was like, oh, yeah, I forgot about Neesmith. React about Neesmith. Besides Tatum, I don't trust any of these guys three-point shooting. And you that's somebody off the bench who was hurt, right? One of the white guys. Gallinari. Gallinari. Yeah. yeah. He didn't play all, all year. He would have been a perfect he would have been perfect for this game. Yeah. Tatum gets injured early. Oh, so he can create his offense, do what he needs to do. He would have been perfect for this this whole year. He would have been awesome mm. off the bench. And sadly that he couldn't play. But yeah. that's you need a guy like that. For a team so reliant on three point shooting, it's weird that I can't point to one guy that I love when he shoots the ball. It's always like, it's like a freaking oh, heart There's attack. many more that you like, are not happy. Oh yeah. There's so many more where you're like, what are they doing? Smart is the poster boy. of. Why? Yes. And there's sometimes where it'll be no, 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 no. Yes. But that's, yeah, right. that, that only happens yeah. once in a blue. Those do not outweigh the, the oh my God. Yes, like the, what are you yeah. doing, dude? And Brown, Brown was like that this, this, past series every shot it was just like what the hell are you doing and if it went in you were like you were you were almost mad that it went in you were just like i'm glad you're like i'm glad <laughs> it went in like, that yeah <laughs> yeah exactly i'm like i'm glad it went in but like don't do that again and there he is doing it right. nine more times all right let's let's preview the finals i'm uh i'm done with this first game thursday we have the Nuggets, the number one seed, Nuggets, or the eighth seed, Miami Heat. Now that we have it set up, now that we have it officially out there, let's, before we start our conversations, Chris, we've been waiting on a prediction. What do you got? I mean, I'm not going to go against the heavy favorites, which okay. is obviously the Nuggets. How many games? I'm gonna say, say six. Give the Heat. I feel like the Heat are not getting enough respect going into this series. Which is weird because you would think the team that we haven't seen in a little bit is the one that people are forgetting about. But I guess just because what we have seen of the Heat outside of Game Seven has been really bad last few games, and what we last saw of the Nuggets was dominating the Lakers. Yeah. So I guess that makes sense. I wouldn't be shocked if Miami comes in and steals game one. Just, I love that. Uh, Miami on the road in game one. Although the Nuggets haven't played in like nine days. They're fully rested. Uh, I could see them like rolling them the first two. Denver, Miami winning there, two at home. And then it's taking care of business the next two. 
I like that. I think, I mean, so my dad was sitting, we were, we were sitting here yesterday. We were talking. Um, he's like, man, now I hope Miami wins the championship because they beat us. Mm. And he's like, you know, if we're going to lose, we might as well lose to the best team in the, in the, in the league. It's like, yeah, that's a fair point. But I also hate like every also single went, player. <laughs> you had seven games hating them. <laughs> yeah, it's I, too many games to root for them. It is almost too many games. And so we're starting out game one. The the Miami Heat, they're in a similar position like they were against the Boston Celtics. They are eight and a half point underdogs. I definitely think they, they keep it close game one. Throw some haymakers out there game one. I almost like the steal in game one. This is the ultimate. The Nuggets also might come out on fire, though. Well, this is it's a, one of the best arguments in sports. Uh, rest, rest versus, versus rest. rust. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so we'll have to see what what who prevails, rust or rest. But uh, I don't know. It's like the Heat. They 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 seem like they know what they're doing, and maybe it's because you know I've been watching the Heat more closely and paying def- definitely more attention to the Heat, but. I also think the Nuggets are just a masterclass, and they're gonna like I, I those Bam at a bio, bad minutes, are gonna be a lot worse against a team who actually Lined knows up that, the best center yeah. in the world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. He's gonna pick them apart, and that zone they're not gonna be able to play zone. That zone is gonna <laughs> get it's zone. gonna get torched. Is <laughs> gonna get absolutely. You torched. know how like you're like the Celtics don't have reliable three point shooters. The Nuggets like. They only have reliable. They're five star. Yeah, yeah. They only reliable have reliable three point shooters. The only one that's not is Aaron Gordon. Everyone else right. is a reliable three point shooter. That's the like. That's what they're I'm talking always about. Always open. There's no. There's no Caldwell Pope on the Celtics. There's no. Uh, I mean, there, of course, there's no MPJ. There's barely any MPJs in the league. But like, even looking at like the Lakers, there's no. Reeves. Um, yeah, there's no Reeves. Or, or Rui Hachimura. Uh, and I guess yeah. they, they didn't have that. <laughs> Rui is not a reliable three-point I'm just shooter. messing with you. I'm messing with you. <laughs> and I guess, honestly, the Lakers didn't have very many reliable three-point shooters either. Like, you can't trust Schroeder. You I had Reeves, and that's about it. But the Nuggets have a full team of them. Michael Porter Jr. will always find his shot. Even Bruce Brown off the bench. Jeff Green, too. I, I know he's not hasn't been great, but <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't leave him open. Um... And I guess Aaron Gordon would be the only one that you could possibly leave open. And, but we've seen him hit threes. And so, he shows up every once in a while. Yeah. He's there for defense. He's there for defense and dunking. That's about it. <laughs> and so cool when he dunks. The, the Heat are going to have to really – it's going to be – it's Spolstra versus Jokic almost. Because it's the, like the, yeah. the, the minds of those two at least. Cause he's gonna have give to find Michael a way. Give some credit. That's true. I'll give some give him some credit. A nice job. Credit. Yeah, he has done a nice job. But in the sense of he, Spolscher's gonna have to find a way to position these players in a way where Jokic is not gonna tear them apart. And we'll see early on in game it one. It might be impossible. It might. Yeah, it might be impossible. And it's funny though if they don't keep it close in game one. It's just like I just feel like it's gonna be a sweep right away. It could be. It, it could be easily because the other sweep. thing it could be like the Heat are so out of gas and Butler's mm-hmm. out of gas. I just never want to like bet against Butler. Bet Butler like oh like you might be tired. You tired, Jimmy? The gas? 
and he comes out and drops like 45. Jimmy's only like tired if he wants to be tired. If he allows it to be tired. <laughs> like if he's like, all right, I can take the next 20 minutes of the game and I'll be tired and then save mm. it for the next five, last five minutes of the game. And they get like the finals, the rest days stretch out a little bit, which benefits the heat. Mm-hmm. Have two full days before they have to go to Denver. Yeah. You get like two days off in between every game, which is ridiculous. That is, man, this goes from June 1st to if it goes to game seven, June 18th. That's wild. Yeah. A long That is it's a like long three time. Weeks. The, the other thing is if Jimmy, so they, they give him the, the Eastern Conference trophy. I saw it this morning because I did not watch the celebration. They give him the finals MVP, which is bullshit. They should have given it to Caleb Martin. I don't know if you disagree or not. They definitely should have given that Eastern Conference. I have to look at the numbers. I don't care about no numbers. They, Caleb Martin was hitting everything and was sealing the game in multiple different games. It felt like, at least. You know, they really, like, are they really going to win and not give it to Jimmy Butler? Oh, so it's a popularity contest now. Like, this is ridiculous. The best player well on the be. court. Yeah, the best player on the court should get it. But, uh... I mean, all right. Butler was averaging 24 and 7 and 6. All right, fine. The series. Martin, I, was, I was more scared of Caleb Martin. Martin was averaging 19, 6, and 1. So, right. in every statistical category. All right, all right, all right, whatever. Anyways. Not to take away from Martin, but that, yeah. The, where was I getting here? Oh, he gets the trophy, and he goes, nah, I'm going to hold the next one. <laughs> So, and I know they've been here before and lost in the bubble, so it's not like, oh, once Jimmy gets to the finals, there's no, no one stopping him. But there is a little part of me that's like, shit, can they win this? <laughs> <laughs> can they? I will say, at plus 330, it's great odds. Plus it seems like mm. everyone has written them off. You know what's funny? Plus 330, you could just get, get, them, get this game won plus, plus 295. Me. Like I feel like if you if you think they're gonna win the series, you should probably steal game one, right? Yes, yeah. I guess it. I mean, who knows? Who knows? <laughs> but uh, I was saying, at some point they'd have to win in Denver. Yeah, yeah, which hasn't happened yet. So that'll that'll yeah. be be interesting to see right. if it ever does. But so I there's two. I think if it goes longer, goes six or seven, I'm giving it given a better better chances to the heat but if it's it's game four they're like if they're oh if they're down oh three they're not coming back like the celtics <laughs> they're, uh, they're 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 losing oh, they will it. get buried yeah i think Jokic mvp is an easy easy bet there yeah i could see that murray was getting what like 32 a game and Jokic still win yeah he just does so much more than Murray does, and Murray—I mean, Murray's, Murray's the scorer, but Jokic can score when he. Both. It's interesting to see two guys going up against each other that seems like they could score at any moment of any time of the game. Like Jimmy Butler and Jokic, both—it seems like if they wanted to in the possession, could score at at any time. So it'll be cool oh, yeah. to see them match up and see. I mean, I'm sure they won't be going head to head very often, but to see who can try to stop Murray, who can let's see if Caleb Martin can keep this up. I mean, he averaged nine points this year. 
earned himself a big payday in the Eastern Conference Finals. But yeah, seriously, let's see if he turns into a pumpkin when the be clock like the strikes midnight. Smack Biombo. Yo, yeah. The Hornets. The, it's funny. The Hornets gave him up. They waved him away, and now watch, watch them be the team. Oh, let's let's bring him home. The people for like twenty five million Michael dollars. Jordan for that. Oh, I know. Like, oh, like Michael Jordan's worst move: waving Caleb Martin. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> who could have possibly known that? And also, it probably wasn't his decision. It probably he probably right. wouldn't have been as good on the Charlotte Hornets. I'm gonna just <laughs> probably, probably he not have been playing in the Eastern Conference Finals. No, on the Hornets. no, not at all. Um, all right. I just want to see the first game first before we discuss anymore. You got anything else? Okay. Well, a uh, bet that I saw on FanDuel: Jokic is plus one ten to be the top scorer in the series. Plus one ten. I like. Yeah. What's Murray's? You know, I was like plus two thirty. Mm, I kind of like that. Really? that. Yeah, that's got my. I'm, 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 I like both of those. Both the fact that Jokic is plus money is is great. Yeah, that's awesome. All right, I think I'm gonna go a final final prediction. I'm going Nuggets in five. I, yeah. All right. Stick with my six though. Are we uh? We going across the seas? The time. Let's do it. <laughs> so we were gonna do a top five this week, but we mentioned. No! <laughs> uh, but we mentioned last episode that everyone gets sent to China after playoff series, and we decided to make. And we were talking about how we're gonna make a, a, a an all star team for China. So I am the Shanghai Sharks, Chris. Is the Wong Dong Tigers, and we are doing a draft of NBA players in, in, in place of our top five this this week. So we're gonna do each position, starting point we're guard. Gonna go position by position or draft, and just make sure you fill all the positions. Oh, okay. Let's do that. It should be the draft, right? Yeah, yeah. Let's do the draft. Just best available. Okay. Yeah. So for the first pick, the twenty twenty three Chinese draft. Uh, I'm gonna give it up to the Wong Dong Tigers. You won the lottery. Oh man, I had two that, I, and I don't know which one. Uh oh, that's perfect. I'm glad <laughs> I gave it to you then. Uh, this is a tough one. Are they right, both I'm Sixers? Gonna, Are I'm they gonna... both Sixers? Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> I'm gonna go with the one who's proven over the last few years that he deserves this, and that's Mr. Ben Simmons. Oh, the number one pick! <laughs> Congratulations. He's be. I don't know where to put if I should put him at small forward or point guard though. That's where I'm or, struggling. Or power forward. I mean, you really could put him I anywhere. Think, depending on what your team needs. I don't know. I'm gonna wait to assign a position because I don't know what you're gonna pick. Oh, that Can seems I like cheating. That? No, it seems like cheating. How? I take my guys and then I assign him. Alright, that's fair. Just because I guess the position. he's a versatile positioner. Alright, that's fine. Yeah. Uh, I like He's got to be number one, right? Like, this is the dude I feel like that almost started the meme. Yes. Uh, Let's look at his numbers. Regular season numbers. He had uh, 6.9 points per game on 26 minutes. How many games was it? I'm asking. Oh, okay. You're asking. You're asking. Um, Games played 42 out of the 82. Minutes played 23. Had a decent field goal percentage and average a triple-double of sixes. He doesn't shoot jump shots. A triple sixes. That's what he averaged. He is literally the devil. 
triple sixes. Uh, 6.9 points, 6.3 rebounds, and 6.1 assists. You're right. He started it all. He is the definition. When you think of the Wong, I mean, I think when I think when you look up Wong Dong Tigers and Shanghai Sharks, there are photoshopped edits of both of them. It both of Ben Simmons in there, and yeah, that's a that's a great pick, Chris. It's a great number one pick. I, I saw a a highlight reel of Simmons like when he was on the Sixers, actually making good plays, and it made me sad. <laughs> Because he's so incredibly athletic and such a gifted basketball player. He he was getting compared to of a career. Also, three point percentage zero. Didn't shoot. Didn't. Make <laughs> um. He. He was supposed to be a like the next LeBron. The the next so. LeBron James. That's what people were comparing him to. Early in his career, he was compared to the next king. Even LeBron was in on him. Called him a prince. Mm-hmm. What a wasted career. Sad. Welcome to the Wong Dong Tigers. Ben Simmons, number one pick. <laughs> All right. Well, this is, gives me oppor- pristine opportunity to pick one of my two favorite Sixers. <laughs> and I think I got to go. This one is more deserving of, of the Shanghai Sharks. And, you know, he's, he's won an MVP. He's uh, won the scoring title. He's going to have... A, a, he's gonna have a great year in Shanghai. James Harden, welcome to the Sharks. Okay. I still couldn't tell because both of them yep. are like identical. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> both in there. Uh, every so he's got a better resume though. Yes, he does. Past three games, nine points, thirteen points, seventeen points. Two of them were eliminated. <laughs> or one of them was a game six at home. And one of them was an elimination game. Wrap up the series. Yeah. Game six at home, four for 16, 0 for 6. <laughs> um, I, I wish I could see the turnovers, but I, I got to go deeper into that. Let me look. Um, and then in game seven, season on the line, against your heated rivals, Boston Celtics, three for 11, one for five. <sighs> Welcome to the Sharks. Welcome to the Sharks. I just look up like James Harden playoffs and James Harden sets NBA single game playoff record with 13 turnovers. Oof. Yeah, in the two losses There's against Boston, breaking five down and James five. Harden's postseason inefficiency. He is the ultimate playoff disappearing act. He'll be good all yes, season. He well, he's rivaled by his teammate. No, I know. This I point. know. I know. That's the best part about him. Is that him and his teammate are literally? It's like tall James Harden. <laughs> his teammate. Um. So yeah, Shanghai Sharks point guard of the future, James Harden minus thirty in his last game seven. Woof. I mean, that whole team was bad minus. 30. Yeah, that's true. In his defense, I guess. Who you got? Uh, next? All right, I'm gonna go be a little decency bias but this is a man who under no circumstances will be returning to his nba team <laughs> no, this year, and that's no. dylan brooks damn <laughs> it playing sh- shooting guard on the Kwong Tong tigers damn it you took one of my guards <laughs> i'll put i'll put simmons at small forward with that pick because i like who i have elsewhere dylan brooks 
but another another guy I mean, with his teammate could have uh could be on this list. But uh Yeah. But he, he I mean, what a disaster of a playoffs for him to come out actually like was a valuable player for this Grizzlies team the last couple of years. Like an important yep. player on a team that was a two seed in the conference. Then to call out LeBron and basically say, I'm not scared of you until you drop forty on me. Then to put up an absolute brick fest next four games of the series get knocked out of the playoffs and then to have your team say under no circumstances will we resign you he shot that has guang dong star written all over it he shot in the last three games again in the season against the lakers two for five this is from three one from seven and two for ten in what world does he, oh, is he think taking that many why, yeah in what world is he taking 10 threes in so, what like world? he had something to prove but didn't do it and he pokes the as you said pokes the bear goes at lebron and after like it seemed like it was because it wasn't like dylan brooks was you know this superstar that everyone loved but he wasn't like no one people thought he was annoying but no one really hated dylan brooks there wasn't yeah, this there wasn't this ship off to china like, like there was now <laughs> and he says the thing against LeBron, and he falls off a goddamn cliff. Falls mm-hmm. off a cliff. He just uh, like completely implodes as a player, and it just it becomes the best meme out there. Of the span of five games. Yep. What I can't believe you took Wait. my pick. I was gonna pick him there. <laughs> we're um, always on the same. Yeah, we're always wavelength the same. generally. Ugh. All right. Great pick. Absolutely love it. I already have a guard, James Harden. Do I just... Screw it. I'm taking tall James Harden. I'm taking Joel Embiid. Welcome to the Shanghai Sharks. Teammates, once again, once the... The only thing I'm worried about now is once the the Chinese playoffs start, they might get cooked by some Chinese guys. (laughs) They're not going to show up. So, Embiid, this one... uh. This one is just really to piss off Sixers fans. Um, there's a lot of in the MVP of the league in yes. Shanghai. Is He's coming to sh- yeah, and <laughs> and it's only because of the dis- just like Harden the disappearing act in the playoffs. That's really where I mean that's what where this this concept started, and so I'm gonna play into it. In the playoffs, can't argue with it. No, in the playoffs he can't. He doesn't perform when necessary. He will have good games, but when it's necessary, he won't be there. And you could say, oh, you know, he got 26 points in game six against the Celtics. But he also, I think, scored zero in the fourth quarter and mm-hmm. barely got the ball even in the fourth quarter. Uh, there's moments where he just looks scared. He flops around all the time on the floor, uh, rolling around, always injured. And when it comes when it comes to time, you know, 15 points. 15 points to game seven. Welcome to Shanghai. We're like, we're this... past the injury stuff. Yeah, like, it it's is. not, he's no longer like the guy who can't stay healthy. He's just the guy that doesn't show up. Since he's a league MVP, is this like, I, I, this is a safe pick, right? I'm allowed to take him, Joel Embiid. I mean, even if he's, no, why I, not? All right, cool. All right, I'm glad you're on board. <laughs> That's fine. Yeah, league MVP. Welcome to Shanghai. All right. Uh, moving on, 
and go with another one of our favorites who've, who's put on a show in, in these playoffs especially, and that's DeAndre Ayton. Nice. Who does not want to nice. be here. I think he would love it in Guangdong. Mm-hmm. Fit right in. The alley-oop connection between Simmons and Ayton. Perfect. I like it. I like it. We have just uh, the Barker of Dylan Brooks. The team's really coming together. That team is coming together. The you have <laughs> you have the guy who is is the most comparable to Ben Simmons in the playoffs where the fact that he just doesn't care. And it's not <laughs> even like he just like gets worse uh, unbeknownst to everyone else. He just like seems like he's out there just so he doesn't get fined. I mean, Aiden, yeah. we, what you were watching He him, just has, like, that pouty face all the time, even though he looks like he's 50 years old. <laughs> yeah. He, oh, God, he is bad. I mean, he didn't play <laughs> that last game. Got eight points against the Nuggets, 14 against the Nuggets. Um, what else? I mean, he, like, that, when a viral four points, when a viral video comes out that you are just watching Kevin Durant and Jokic fight for a rebound while you're standing <laughs> on the sidelines. That's your ticket to China. That's your ticket. Oh. Right there. <laughs> so, yeah, he he's and it's like he's also spoke. He was the number one pick, and I guess so was Ben Simmons. But he was supposed no, to be like this former number one picks. He was supposed to be this, you know, the savior to the the Suns, and he's supposed to be this other big mm. piece of their almost big four, and nothing couldn't get nothing out of him and now now it just seems like last year we thought that he was he was the real deal and then he got paid yeah well and he made it to the finals he was really good and then all of a sudden he didn't want to be on the team for a little bit and then he got a contract and i don't know he just looks like too he just looks too old (laughs) (laughs) he looks way too old i can't he's 24 years old plays and looks like he's 45 can't believe he's that young i know so i mean there's still hope for him i think in the league i think maybe (laughs) yeah in the league i'm telling you in the league in the long thong (laughs) tigers he'll be great but uh yeah i guess fruitful career coming up in long dong all right did you i gotta ask when making this list did you have trouble finding like people that weren't either point guards or centers. Like I, um, I had trouble finding small forwards. I have, I have two if you consider it Simmons. Okay, I might put my other one at power forward. Yes, right. those those were the two main positions. Yeah, I think it's just because the big guys look so goofy when they're bad. It's so easy <laughs> to, to rip on them when they're bad. It is well, and the guys with the ball in their hands when they put up shots. Yeah, yeah that's true. Like brick after brick after brick. All right, I'm going power forward here. A guy that has been kind of slept under the rug because of you know later playoff uh, travesties, but Julius Randle, Knicks legend. Oh, okay, yeah, pick. terrible player for the end of the Knicks Knicks season. <laughs> he was almost unplayable, and he actually was unplayable to the degree where they benched him in the fourth quarter in the first round. But Julius Randle is like Knicks fans, like demon. They hate Julius Randle. His his final game of the season, fifteen points, three for fourteen, field goal percentage. (laughs) 
horrific. Another... He just like the character arc is insane. Oh yeah, because he was like the best player on the team, mm-hmm. and the Knicks were finally good again. He was and the savior for a minute. Completely tanked in the playoffs. He's another one with uh, he's unlucky with his face. Because when he's on the <laughs> side, when he's sitting on the sidelines, <laughs> and he's like playing bad, he, and he's not happy, he's like frowning. Yeah, his face doesn't help him. He just know, not at all. He just kind of looks like a frog. So, I don't think that helps, and he's going to fit perfectly on the Shanghai Sharks. That's a good pick. Uh, he shot 37% in the playoffs. Oof. <laughs> and he's also, like, that, that, he's, like, what, 6'11"? 6'8". 6'8". But still, that, those 6'8 and above, you shouldn't be shooting 30% from the field. I mean, he had a heat against the Heat. He had a game, another game, four for 15, 10 points, 0 for 5 3. Uh, even the Cavaliers series, 11, 7, 13. I mean, he was just terrible. Great. All right. Uh, I'm going to fill in my point guard slot with Angelo Russell. Damn it. We were talking Damn about it. the Lakers and how, like, all these Laker role players have actually been pretty good. And he has just been horrendous for them. Like, well, when they got him, it was like, oh, like, that could be that could be a good piece. Like, D'Angelo Russell. Oof. Well, I mean, and what, a, what an awful series. D'Angelo, he, like, he always has this stigma to him where he will have these games where he just thinks he's way better than he is. That's every he's game, just, I think. Okay, yeah, that's probably fair. And he's just <laughs> not. Just who he is as a player. He was decent in the Warrior series. He had a couple bad, he had one or mm. two bad games. Terrible in the Nuggets series. Awful. And Ev, I looked it up on StatMuse. He was 2 of 15 from 3, should be 13%. It was ten of thirty-one from the floor, two percent. Oof. And yeah, he scored twenty-five points in four games. Yeah, that that's terrible. <laughs> that is absolutely. <laughs> terrible. I'm trying to like pick the statistic that looks the worst. I think that's the worst. One. Uh, yeah, twenty-five points in four games is, <laughs> is riveting. And it doesn't hit like his his defense doesn't help either. On the other side of the ball, he's he's a pine cone out there a pylon or a pine, whatever you want to call him he's terrible and they they they're gonna move on from him or at least they should and he he there's no way they don't nah he, and like the he'll have those couple good games where he's like he's got the ice in his veins and like it looks good and everything but if he doesn't have it on he's terrible he's really bad he is awful. He's another one that, like, he has the talent. He just never really figured it out. And for a couple of years, it seemed like he might have. Maybe he goes somewhere else and he has a better year. Yeah, somewhere else. I'm gone. Well, yeah, exactly. All right, so I need to go to my bench now. I hate doing this to you. And I, and I, and I love the guy, too. You're I not going to expect this. Too. Oh, okay. Kevin Herter. Let's see. 
Oh, no. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Yeah, had one bad series. Kevin, I'm sorry, Kevin. He's great this year. I love Kevin, but... Not cool. Not he was cool. so bad against the Warriors. He was bad. He was terrible. Uh, God, I don't think he had one good game against the Warriors. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. He did not have one good game. That game seven against the Sixers. Yeah, no, I yeah, look, he's had his moments. I, this is for the 2022-2023 season. I need a shooting guard, and I, I already like the guy, so let's ship him to ship him to China for me. I want him on my team. That's <laughs> bad. He got nine a game in the playoffs. Seven points. Twenty percent from three. That's a three-point shooter. God, he in one of the in game five, he had two points. Two <laughs> points. Really. Really bad. Oh, in twenty minutes. Oh man. And I feel bad to no, this is, Yeah, I feel bad for taking this pick. Cause I I like Kevin Herter. Nice. You're gonna take Beal. <laughs> I thought you could take Beal. <laughs> no, Beal scores too much. I mean I guess I guess he does fit in long. <laughs> yeah, that's true, that's true. I do have it. Thirty five a game. I guess it be, uh, the well, thing is Beal out of the playoffs. Yeah, Beal doesn't have the playoffs to collapse he's a loser. in. Yeah, he's just a bum. <laughs> <laughs> I have one on here that's gonna end up being an honorable mention. I think it's like oh, that. there's at um, least a couple I could I could throw an honorable mention. But yeah, shooting guard, rounding out. I need a three point shooter, Kevin Herter. Twenty percent. Uh, all right, fine. I'm gonna go with one that you might not have thought of. Who gets? Off the hook because of how bad his teammates are, but Tobias Harris has been ooh waste. Ooh, ah, uh, that's a great pick. That I mean, is this ab- guy, that's like a great pick. the guy that they gave a max contract, has been useless. Yeah, he really has. He, I mean, yeah. like you never hear about him. No, and he he's making max money. He's making way too much money to never hear about him. I mean, he's been horrible. This year was his worst year by far. It's a non-factor out there. What well, I mean, it's funny because you don't even remember that he's on the team while you're watching them. <laughs> like while you're watching, you have wait. Who's the guy in the headband? It's like, oh, wait, what? Yeah, you're like, oh shit, I forgot to rise. Yeah, it's like they yeah, chose. And they could have had Jimmy Butler. <laughs> <laughs> That'll haunt the Sixers for the rest of their franchise. Yeah, they chose Simmons and Harris over Jimmy Butler. And, ugh. Yeah, he's a, just a complete non-fat. Even when, like, he had a 25-point game against the Nets, and I had no idea. <laughs> like, even when he plays well, it's like you never hear about him. He no, is yeah. a complete non-factor that they pay way too much money for. Oh, God sakes. All right. Great pick. Literally, stellar pick that we I just de- I didn't have him as an option because he was so forgettable. All right, I need a small forward now, and there's my my team. It's funny, my team is almost too good to be in Shanghai because <laughs> it's just a bunch of guys who have fallen off in the playoffs specifically. Right. You know what? This this guy fits perfectly. I'm putting my small forward position. He's going to have to play a little out of position. A little big for a small forward. Grant Williams. 
Welcome to the squad. I had him. Guy, welcome to the squad. <laughs> welcome to the squad. So, I mean, we kind of we already talked about Grant, so we can we can move on. But Grant made it. He's a burner. He's, he's a boob, I think. He, no, he's way more of a boob. Him. Yeah, he's way more of a boob. Yeah. Got boob written all over him. Uh, all right. I had some honorable mentions that I'll throw on there. All right. I had Pool. Yes. Miserable playoff performance. Yep. Had I did have Bradley Beal on there. <laughs> I don't know how deserving he is. Porzingis could be on there too. The whole freaking team. Well, when you look uh, at when if you look up as we did, we talked about it. We looked up Shanghai and just got some suggestions. Um, <laughs> like wizards. And yeah, there was there was one. one photo. It was Kuzma and Porzingis chilling. Yeah. Okay, who else you uh, got? And then I have Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, Cat had to be on there. Soft. Uh, yep, he Soft. had to be on there. Uh, I have, I have the people you mentioned. I also had Chris Paul, sleeper. <laughs> Missed miss both teams. Um, <laughs> then Clay Thompson. Okay. Was bad. He was bad. Uh, Donovan Mitchell. Surprising long dog really? tiger, I thought, on there. If you look, he had a bad playoffs. He had a couple good but, games, but like the, the stinkers, he was. They were out so quick. That, yeah. Oh, yeah, he was bad. Yeah, he had some stinkers. Uh, John Collins. He'll never find a new NBA team, so we might as well bring him to. Uh, yeah, that's right. Bring him to Wrong Thong. Ship him off to Shanghai. Rudy Gobert. Yeah, I there. almost said that too. Chris Middleton. Sneaky. Honorable <laughs> mention. Uh, sneaky. Sneaky. Okay. And then Jalen Brown. <laughs> I just had to film on there. After last time, I put him in mine. He's a little, little too recency biased, but yeah. All right, who, uh, who's your coach? It's tough deciding between these two guys. I was gonna say there's two guys that I have <laughs> on my list. I gotta go with Doc. Damn it! I kiss my guy. Who's yours? It's Joe Missoula. Oh, it's Joe. It's 2022-2023 Joe Missoula. He's the... Budenholzer was my favorite. Oh, Budenholzer. You know, I still feel bad for Budenholzer. He, his know, brother that's why was I didn't dead. Yeah, his, his brother died, had a rough series. The fact that they did not call that timeout at the end of Game yeah, 5 that's is true. still unbelievable. Yeah, Missoula was like my third. The, oh, third. And it's funny because I think... Next year, Boonholzer's going to be on the bench right next to Joe Maz making the decisions. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see how that turns out. But yeah, so that's our that's our Wong Dong Tigers and Shanghai Sharks. Uh, I guess top five for the day. Our starting lineups. Oh, good list. Should we get a? I mean, I guess we did honorable mentions, but so I was going to say six man, but nah, we're fine with that. We're top top of the five. Well, that was a that was a lengthy pod. Was any, I mean, you got anything else? The South Carolina ended up being oh. the 15th seed in baseball. Yeah, Maryland got Maryland got ripped off playing Wake Forest region, who's number one. You no, know, Iowa, who they beat in the championship, is playing in D 
Vienna State's region, and they're like the 14th seed. So I don't know how that works, but that's screwed. Yeah, we're we're surprisingly hosting after ending the season four and fifteen. Um, so that that was like the late the latter half of the season, four and fifteen, not very good. But hey, you're in it now, so that, all that doesn't matter. You're in it. See what That's happens. Right. See what uh see what we can do. I'll get an update if it gets if it gets cool. I think Friday it starts. Okay, so I'll I'll give an update if they they win some games, but. They haven't been. They haven't. Been, I don't. I don't have much expectations for them. Gamecocks. Yeah. All right. Well, other than that, that's all I got. <laughs> all right. Well, then we'll did on a nice note. Yeah, yeah. It ended on 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 a high note for me, I guess. <laughs> um, that does it. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see everyone for game one recap of the NBA Finals this Friday. See you guys all there. Thanks for listening.